0: Hashtag She Celebrates She Saving Stories with Purva Grover presents a podcast that stares away from male bashing and feminism and simply celebrates what it means to be a woman for amongst the many things that author Purva Grover doesn't understand, most are feminine. Each episode features conversations with a she who shares her story of ambition and anxiety, love and loss, strength and weakness, bad hair days and failures at work too join us as we figure out what's crucial love laundry or lessons as we're asked to explain our secrets of work versus family balance as we have fed articles on how to step up the career ladder as fast as men and yet raise perfect kids as we look for solutions for smart school mastering how to apply bb creams and concealers well we speak of unwanted advice as we offer some too we sigh, smile and scorn too. We observe, absorb, judge and compare. We own our space. Mukta has built a platform for smaller niche brands to cater to a global community of mindful consumers. She decided to build Miss Palatable shortly after she knew she couldn't be the one, only one struggling with lack of choices in the UAE market fast forward to her 30s having developed sensitive skin during her pregnancy it became the perfect opportunity to create and build a strong community of people looking for brands that are unique and safe for troubled skin let's hear more from mukta
1: in 2017 and the reason why i started the brand was when i was pregnant with my first with my son kian um, i suffered from extremely sensitive skin just because okay. of my pregnancy and once I gave and that whole time during the pregnancy, all, I, I kept ordering online because there was nothing in Dubai that was working for my skin. Oh so I spent the whole couple of months towards the end of my pregnancy just buying all these products online every month and all of that. And I had gave birth to my son and it was literally a conversation on the sofa where I was sitting with my husband, and I was complaining about how it is so frustrating that I keep having to buy things online. Like I wish I could just go order somewhere in Dubai or just go to a shop and pick up something that I like. And and you know, and he told me then do something about it. Yeah? And I just looked at him and I was like, do something about it. I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, No, I don't know, figure it out. Like he was just watching T V. He had no in you know, he was just looking at the T V and he but but that's when it started triggering, hitting my head that I was like, Oh, you know, I think he might have a point. And that's when I started actually researching and coming up with the idea of Miss Palatable. This was around 2016 December. 2017 February was when um, the idea of Miss Palatable came together. And by October 2017, I launched the website. Oh my God, what did you say? <laughs> I literally got bootstraps. And, and this whole period while I was building Miss Palatable, I also had my newborn baby yeah. because my son was born in the end of November, 2016. Okay. <laughs> so, so it was, it was a crazy period, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I did it, but I just felt like it, it gave me a bit of purpose because I was at that space in my life where I, you know, I just had a, I just had my child before in a previous life, before kids and all, I was um, in finance. Okay. So I was having my corporate job and all of that. And everything, and I left all of that because we were, you know, planning to have kids, and, and I knew I I wouldn't be able to do both. So, so it again gave me this purpose where I was like, okay, you know, I I always knew I wanted, I knew I would be, I would do something like I would always have something of my own, but I just never knew what it was. So this triggered something in my head. Where wonderful, I was,
0: that's a wonderful yeah. story. So I'm going to pick up on something that you said, which a lot of women or which is unacceptable to say that you said that you. You gave up whatever work you were doing in the finance because you were planning to have kids and you knew you wouldn't be able to do both. Yeah. Why are we made guilty when we make such decisions? That it's good, you took a call. You know, look at the New Zealand Prime Minister. Yeah. She stepped down saying that, okay, this is getting overwhelming. Yeah. I cannot do it. But, and I think that was the most beautiful thing anyone yeah. man and woman aside could have said that listen my job responsibilities are overwhelming me yeah and we in the world we're talking about mental health so it's good to stand up and say okay i'm done here i want to move on to something else and focus on something else yeah but as women it's it just becomes a issue right i i think you know what
1: i i really feel like a lot of it comes down to this whole feminist movement correct and you know like I mean, for me, growing up, you know, I would always hear about feminism, being feminist, and, you know, it was like, you know, uh, and there was this, st- being being Indian, you know, there is this, there are, there are these gender differences, you know, yeah. even though, even though my family was, you know, quite progressive in a way, like, I wasn't treated differently to my brother. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there they, are these subconscious Things it's that in happen. In it's in great that it's... you don't even think there's anything wrong. Yeah. So at that, so I remember like, you know, I'm, I'm growing up in the 90s and early millennial millennium. There was this whole movement like, you know, if a guy can do it, so can I. If a guy can do it, if a man can do it, so can I. I'm a woman, I can do all of that. So there was all this pressure that if a man can do X, Y, Z, so can I. And you felt that like this And why was need... the pressure vice versa? Yeah. <laughs> and, and as a woman, you felt this need that you had to prove Prove yourself over and beyond. Correct. You know, so so I feel like that's where all of that pressures came came through. And what's nice now is yeah, we're starting to see women like even for me, for example, like we're okay with taking a step back yeah. as well. You know, like if it's if you need to take a step back and you need to focus on something else, it's okay. okay. Yeah, it's have, okay. Yeah, you it's get okay. back to it later. Like yeah. there was always this pressure as well, especially if you're working in a corporate in a corporate job if I leave will I will I be able to get back into the will workforce? I be accepted yeah you know okay if I take a, if I take two years or three years of hiatus you know because I want to be around my kids more but yeah. then after three years I want to go back into a corporate job will I get a job will yeah. people hire me yeah so that's another thing that also goes goes on with a lot of um women and that's yeah.
0: why they don't leave correct you know what also makes me uh laugh is that uh, we keep talking about women can do this now women you know women can reach the mass women can do this all of that so obviously women as a race i mean as a gender we are just changing very fast right yeah now what's my worry here is what happens to the men who's preparing men for these kind of new women that are entering their worlds also of course men are changing as well we are telling men that it's okay to cry yeah they're learning how to change diapers and we are just congratulating them for every little achievement but who's preparing men for this whole new gender force that is coming in which is suddenly empowered and like you said which is just aggressively doing things and taking stands for herself which was never yeah. So, what is it that you would want to tell your son, for instance? You know, it's it's quite it's quite interesting because um,
1: I've I've, we've, I've had these conversations with my husband, Yeah. and you know, and now I've I've got I've got a boy and I've got a girl, so right. I can see clear differences between them. They're babies, right? You know, but there are clear differences between boys and girls yeah. from day one, and. This is you know, we're built different. Like we're we're built completely different yeah. as genders. Yeah. So I feel like you know instead of competing with each other, we need to understand that yeah. we're both built differently. Men are going to be men. Women are going to be women. Yeah. So this whole thing about you know, um, I feel like it's not only about teaching the men; it's also about teaching the girls as well. Like there's sh- there needs to be a bit of a balance. Like, correct. Like, you know, in the sense that. You know, I don't want my daughter to go up being this super aggressive girl, see, like a yes. Like you know, like um, male bashing yeah. kind of girl. Like you know, like I see her today. She's a girly girl. She loves her unicorn. She loves her bubbles. Yeah. She loves her pink cupcakes. So be it. So be it. You yeah. know, I'm not going to be like, no. You know, you have to be a gender neutral and all of that. Like, yeah. look, I like pink too. I'm a girl, I like pink, you know, what? there's nothing wrong with it. So I've given my daughter some pink and she likes it too. Yeah. My son likes blue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you know? You know what? I think thanks to Frozen and Anna and Elsa, girls began to wear blue gowns at their birthdays. Yeah. So it's so like, it's, yeah, it doesn't even have to, we have to get rid of that pressure on. Uh... Like now I feel like there's a reverse pressure. There is a reverse pressure. So that's a... what I said, what's going to happen to all these men? So, so somewhere I have to, you
1: know, I've, I tell my son as well that, you know, um, you, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Life is not going to be easy for you. Yeah. So you're going to have to also be quite resilient. You have to be. Yeah, <laughs> you because know? because see, the world is
0: changing. Yeah. It's not just changing for men or for I women. But this brand, the one when I
1: was boys growing boys. up, called Miss 60. Mm. From um, from Italy. Okay. So, it was at that time, it was the rage. Like when I was a teenager. So I thought of that. I was like Miss 60. I was like, I look at this brand, Miss 60. What do we call this Miss Palette? It like, gives it a bit uh, of that. Beauty products. On, yeah. we'll find in Mukta's bag if we were to open it right now. Definitely, uh, lip gloss. Okay. Um, definitely lip gloss. I like to keep a lip uh, eyeliner. Okay. Just in case. Um. And um, makeup mist. That's it.
0: Really. That's it. I so I, I didn't even reach five. No. I I really I really don't carry much makeup with me. Okay. So what are the other things we'll find in your bag?
1: You'll find a lot of tech stuff. So you'll find a battery a battery pack. <laughs> you'll okay. find my AirPods. Okay. You okay. might find you might find a portable mouse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a laptop for sure. I guess that shows that you know I am a Yeah. I am a owner of a store. Where were we looking to us we, we have to a, check a, a lot of the actually, brands that yeah. I... Like, Carry on, Miss Palatable. They actually, they actually quite minimalist. So, what that's what's nice for me. Like for example, this morning, it took me five minutes to get my face ready. And you look lovely. (laughs) I put, I just, I just put a CC cream which had SPF 50. So there goes my sunscreen and and coverage. Correct. I I put on a a blush and and then I put on a a a lipstick. Wow. And that's it. And I just and I just left the Left the house like that, and I look, and it's fine. And look nice. Yeah, look really nice. Because because I'm doing this at 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, so I mean don't. In between I, you went
0: and dropped your kids, and I dropped my kids, and yeah. you came for this one, and I came amazing. for this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So tell me, like you said that you never thought that you would run a beauty brand per se. Yeah. What's your definition of beauty? I'm, I mean, I know it's a very cliche question, but what's beauty for you? I think beauty is is just um, if you're doing you.
1: Yeah. then i think that's just uh, that's beauty you know every, everyone's different like and because i'm in the industry now i can see every, you know everyone's styles are different it's a bit like fashion in that sense um you know everyone's got a different fashion style some are more minimalist some are a bit more glam so beauty's the same if you're someone that prefers to remain more minimalist maybe maybe makeup's not your thing skincare's your thing that's that's what beauty is for you but if you're someone who loves Full coverage, glam eyeliner, oil. eyeshadow, the works. You know, bronzer, contour, all of that. Then do that. If that's what you, if that's what makes you happy, then that's the most important. Tell me about
0: some beauty concerns, fun beauty concerns that your girlfriends share with you. Girlfriends, cousins, neighbors, colleagues. I think the one main one is always hair color. Yes. I mean,
1: the number of pictures I get, you know, should I try this color? Should I try that color? (laughs) Another one will be like uh, uh, facials. Um, Have you heard of this new facial? It's called the vampire facial. You're supposed to inject your face. Um, Okay, no, I'm never doing that. (laughs) All of that. The third one is Botox. Oh, okay. Should we get Botox? Should we not? You know, I'm... You know, I've heard. Oh my God! You know, the Kardashians already have Botox. Only in their twenties. We're already in our thirties. Yeah. Should we get Botox? Um, other one is laser. Okay. Um, machines. For some reason, like you know, because some of them, some of my friends are quite sensitive, so they they've been like. We just recently had this conversation where one of our one of my friend was sensitive to laser and then she got rashes. Another friend was like, "No, you need to try this machine. There's only one place in Dubai that has this machine. You need to go there." Mm -hmm. So these kind of conversations crop up, and and yeah, I think the last one would be like scheduling. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Tell me know. about it. Manicure, pedicure. What in? oh my god, my day sound looks crazy. When should I get a pedicure done? And then we'd be like, Why not try this? No but or okay then try this. Or, it's so never should I go light?
0: Should I go dark? <laughs> Correct. Okay, so you know now that we are discussing she, and uh, this whole uh, series that we've started is all about she supporting she yeah. and we fixing each other's crowns. So, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, I don't know what page I'm going to open up. I okay. really don't know. And whatever comes up, I'm going to read something from there and I want your opinion on it. Okay. So, whatever comes up, I have no idea if something controversial comes up. Okay. So, this chapter is called Enough, Call the Lawyer. Okay. Okay, can you guess what the chapter is about? Um, Relationships. Okay. (laughs) Clearly, kind of there. Okay, so this chapter is about uh, finding, it's about marriage. So I'm going to read, I reached page 119 is what opened up. So it's about things that we are made to believe that uh, married people fight about, which is the toilet seat, which is the debate on the volume of the remote control which is also the debate on the volume type of frequency of someone snoring and stuff like that then there is combat over clipping nails which is the second favorite in researchers all over after the remote control and like i said it's uh, about fighting also about the uh, toilet seat and other things and uh, the toothpaste tube see if you can find a way around Uh, How do you squeeze the toothpaste tube, top, middle, or bottom? So I want to know from you, what are the things you think married couples fight about? These are all the cliches that we've been fed that married couples fight about. And I've written something here that I'm saying that nobody is fighting over the remote control anymore. Because, well, nobody is watching television anymore. Netflix cheating is trending. So we had to delete the whole discussion about the remote control. As the book went to press, we accepted that TV has become outdated and we decided to assume that you are no longer fighting over the remote control. We all have our own devices and we all have our own accounts. What are the things you think couples are fighting over? So I think one is food. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one is food. Um, you know, even it could even be like uh, dinner. What to order? What to order, what should we eat? Or, you know, it'd be like, um, these conversations are so standard. Be like, um, what would you like to have for dinner? Anything. Oh, yes. The memes. (laughs) The anything memes. The anything memes. Or, you know, and then you'd be like, okay, so should I order then um, Japanese? No, I'm not really feeling Asian. And you're like, and you literally go down the... Go down the list. And, yeah. you're, and, and then you get to the point where you're just like, you, know, you could have just told me that you want pizza. Yeah. Just say you want pizza. Just say you want burgers. Correct.
0: Correct. <laughs> yes. correct. Okay. So we'll do something fun now. Um, I want you to pick any three topics from here. We, which is, we are on the contents page of the book, whoever is listening to us. And just guess what those are about and have your opinion on them. Any three. We'll make it really like a rapid fire. Okay, so do I just tell you what the... yeah just read the uh, the subject line or the chapter heading, so to speak no one wants an old bride okay no one wants an old bride is what you picked up. so what is your opinion on that? I guess it's that it's that whole conversation about uh, when you should get
1: married should you get married when you are young or should you get married when you're Older, and is it a problem if you're getting married older? What does it mean you're not going to find any guy if you've already hit 30? Yes, yes, all yes, of that. Yes, Parents yes. pressure,
0: correct? What's next for you? Um, the world belongs to the fat. Yeah, okay. So, the next one that she's picked up is called The World Belongs to the Fat. What is your take on that? um I'm going to assume it's about being comfortable in your own
1: skin and not running on fads and diets and looking at celebrities and being like, oh, I wish I was that skinny and all of that. No, it's not really that.
0: That, It's not really that. But we'll let you read the book then for that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The third one. Mm. And then I'm going to tell you what's my favorite. (laughs) I think um, for a a mummy needs to be heard. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um I guess issues that moms face.
0: Yeah, so there are two chapters in there which just says for a mommy needs to be heard by a non-mommy and a mommy and vice versa because okay. we both need to accept each other's choices. You decided yeah. to be a mother. Yeah. Congratulations. I decided not to be. Congratulations. And yeah. we both as women, we both need to, both mommy and non mommy need to accept that. Yeah. So we'll end on that. So what is the things that you wish that as women understood more about each other, so that we can all stand together as one, and then fight against whatever we are fighting or whatever the feminists of the world are fighting against. I think uh, I think just uh, stop
1: competing with each other, and stop comparing yourself, comparing yourself with each other. Like oh, you know, always it's thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. You really don't know what's going on in the other person's life. What you see on the outside is not necessarily always what's happening on the inside.
0: Correct. Oh my God, you summed it up so beautifully. Thank you so much, Mukta.